Hello and welcome to the Life Enchanted Podcast. We're on a mission to optimize our lives through faith, health, wisdom, and much more. Thank you for joining us on our journey. Here now is our host, Nick Carlisle. What is good, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Life Enchanted Podcast, where it is my duty to explore all things related to living an optimized and fulfilling life. I personally am on the never-ending journey to improve myself and figured why not share my findings and my conversations with as many people as possible. This episode is brought to you by MyLifeEnchanted.com, which is where you can find all things related to the Life Enchanted movement. You can sign up for my email newsletter on there, read my blog, check out some apparel I designed, and a bunch of other stuff as well. Also, I would love to keep this podcast relatively sponsor-free, and to do that, I need your support through Patreon. You can visit the support tab on my website to learn more about that. Your contributions through Patreon will keep the Life Enchanted content flowing and will also help me dedicate more time to expanding the content, i.e. the blog and newsletter and whatnot. But most importantly, a portion of every cent that comes through Patreon and my online store will be donated to Metro World Child. You can find out more about them through my website on that support tab. Also, please consider leaving a rating and possibly a review of the podcast on whatever platform you're using. Your feedback helps other people discover the show and join the movement. All right, what is good, everyone? Nick here, back with another solo podcast, and this podcast is a podcast about podcasting. How many times can I say podcast in 10 seconds? Well, there you go. So, yes, this podcast is dedicated to help you uh, establish a podcast or start a podcast or get it online or whatever you need, because I do get a lot of questions uh, about that, how to go about starting a podcast. And instead of having the same conversation with dozens of people, I figured I'd record an episode and then just start referring people to the episode. Um, and then they can get going. So the first thing that I will say is that, uh, this is going to be very general. It's going to be a general overview of what to do and a little bit of my insight. And if you want a deep dive into all the details and all of the specifics and whatnot, including everything that I've learned, um, every growth strategy that I've learned, what I've learned interviewing people, how to get people, um, how to use certain programs and websites and all that, I do a very deep, deep dive uh, in the how to start slash grow a podcast PDF that is on my website. So if this intrigues you and you are uh, wanting to start your own podcast, I highly recommend reading that, downloading it. You're going to have to purchase it because it took me a long time. It's 30 pages. Um, but if someone were to hand me that document that I created uh, a year ago, a year and a half ago prior to starting my own my own podcast, uh, my transition and my growth and my recording and my post-production and all that would have been much more seamless and helpful. So that was kind of the goal. Create something that I wish I had um, prior to starting my podcast. So I'll put the link to that in the show notes. But um, like I said, this will just be a really general overview, but it will definitely help you out uh, getting your podcast going. So uh, the first thing that I will say that you are probably aware of is is that podcasts are blowing up, right? It's it's a new 
newer medium. It's been around a, a long time, but it seems like it's just now starting to create, uh, gain a lot of traction. But it's a newer medium where you can share anything you want and put it out to the entire world with no filters, no nothing. You can literally just have whatever conversations or put out whatever content or information you want to put it out there and millions and billions of people have the opportunity to download it. Um, I recently heard a statistic about Joe Rogan's podcast that he has 190 million downloads a month. Yes, 190 million downloads a month. You can compare that to ABC, which is has, I think, the top uh, amount of viewers of any broadcast television network. And they, from the recent statistic I saw, they are averaging about 110 million a month. That's ABC. So Rogan is reaching 80 more, 80 million more people. Okay, and you could probably nuance that that further to say, well, some people can download multiple episodes and it goes into that 190 million. I get that. But just to show you some numbers that the the sky's the limit with podcasting and it's a, a great way to get your information out. And that's really why I started the podcast is because I was discovering and learning things that were helping me and I thought, hmm, if this is helping me, this is this could probably help other people as well. And um I just want to spread goodness and health and wellness and this is a great medium to do that. Okay, so that brings me to my first point is for your podcast, you need to have a vision for what you're going to do. And your vision and your mission and your goal, which is all kind of the same thing, should not be to make money. Okay, if you are going into podcasting to make money, good luck. You're probably going to fail. Okay, however, if you go into podcasting with a vision, with a goal of spreading whatever it is you want to spread or informing the world with whatever you want to inform us with i.e. history or psychology or faith or sermons or health or nutrition or whatever it is, you're, you're going to have an easier time creating content, growing, and then monetizing later. So I would check your motives before you do this. If, you, if you're trying to get rich, this is not uh, what you want to do. Okay, so... Um, First, identify your motives and identify your vision. As I said, for mine, my vision is spread health and wellness, physical health, mental wellness, um, and positivity and faith to as many people as possible. And that's kind of what everything revolves around for the Life Enchanted podcast. And that includes, like I've done episodes on um, travel hacks for parents because that's, that's part of like living an optimized life, of doing things right, of finding out things that are helpful, of creating less stress, right? So that is is very blanket, and I can do a lot under that umbrella. You might want to stick with just history or just faith or just nutrition, which is all good. People have different types of podcasts for, for different types of things. Like there's Hardcore History with Dan Carlin, which is super good, but it's only about history. And then you look at someone like I mentioned Joe Rogan. He has MMA fighters on. He has comedians on. He has physicists on. He has politicians on, right? So his is a little bit more wide. So just identify your lane and what you want to do and go full force in that direction and keep that kind of in the back of your head as you 
pursue and create content and whatnot because that that's that's the, your ground level your your baseline that you always want to refer back to whenever you have questions and or doubt or um, you're unsure of what you want to put out there okay so identify your vision and don't let it be money okay if you're I would just stop listening to this if you're just going into podcasting to make money okay enough about that so um, when you are ready to record you this is a shocking statement right here you have to record your voice okay so um what i did is once i had my vision and whatnot down i started writing i started writing things that i wanted to share i started outlining things and once i started to have some ideas of some episodes i needed to record my voice and i didn't have any recording equipment but luckily for 95 percent of americans and well not the world but probably if you're listening to this you have a smartphone and that is what i recorded my first i think like seven or six episodes with my iphone no headphones i literally sat in my daughter's bedroom which i actually am in right now recording this i'm not doing it on an iphone anymore though um i went to my voice memos app i pressed record i spoke into my voice memos press stop record emailed it to myself and I had an mp3 file in my email of my voice of a podcast episode and really that's that's all you need if if you can do it in one take and not make any mistakes and you don't need any post-production which I'll get into in a second um, that's all you need you don't need no fancy intro you don't need music you don't need any of that there's there's people that don't have any of that stuff and have very successful podcasts Um, so that's all you need your voice memos app which I'm sure all Samsungs and Google phones and I know iPhones have, and you just record a voice memo and then send it to yourself. And there's your first podcast episode. Okay. Um, but once I figured out that I wanted a little bit more quality, because obviously quality is going to suffer when you're just using an iPhone, uh, microphone. Um, I wanted to to up my quality a little bit. So I, I got into the voice recorders um, industry and started looking at some of the products that are out there. And I came across the Zoom H6, which is this uh, handheld recorder that I'm speaking into now. Um, and it's awesome. Tim Ferriss uses it. A lot of people use it. I know uh, Peter Atia, who has a podcast called The Drive. He uses it. I see a lot of people who I follow. They'll like post a picture of an interview, and I see the Zoom H6 sitting on their desk. I think it's three ninety nine or three forty nine or something like that. It's not a small investment, but it's definitely worth it. It has four XLR import or in, uh, inputs on it. Um, which an XLR cable is just like your basic microphone cable. So I can have up to four microphones connected to this thing. It fits in my pocket if I wanted to. It takes four AA batteries, um, and it's super handy. I can adjust all the mic levels as I'm recording. I can see the levels to make sure that that I'm getting the the levels that I want, right, and adjust them as I go. Um, I do my phone interviews through it and whatnot, which I'll talk about, but it's super handy. You don't have to get the Zoom H6. I recommend doing it, but um, there's plenty of other voice recorder devices out there. If you do an Amazon search, you can find a ton. Tascam, T-A-S-C-A-M, makes quite a few um, that are good. Um, Yeah, and that's, that's what I upgraded to, and that's what I record with. I also bought a Shure SM. 
58 mic. Um, I think it was like $70. That's what I speak into now. This was also a recommendation from Tim Ferriss. Not personally, he just put it on his blog. Um, so I have three sure SM58 mics that I use. And then I just bought some cheap XLR cables off Amazon and record that way. Um, also, the reason that I wanted to not record with my iPhone and I wanted to upgrade is because I wanted to start having some guests on the podcast. And although you could just put your iPhone on record in a table on a table in front of you and a guest and just speak, the audio is not going to be great. If you do that, you could totally do that. Um, I wanted to have a little bit more official of a setup. So, um, like I said, I have four mic inputs on this. So, um, I could have up to four guests. I've only had three at a time, but uh, I wanted to start interviewing people and having some cool conversations, so I needed to upgrade my equipment a little bit. Um, Also, one thing that I learned is that with these conversational interviews that I am doing, uh, I am limited to the Northern California, really Sacramento region, because that's where I live. So I quickly realized that I needed to figure out how to uh, do Skype interviews and or phone interviews. Um, so I did quite a bit of research on that and I developed my own little method. And since then I've recorded with people who were in Spain, New Zealand, Atlanta, Chicago, um, LA, uh, quite a few different places. So instead of being limited to the Sacramento region, it opened up my region to the entire world literally. So that was game changer. And I'm not going to go into the specifics of how I do that. If you want to see exactly how I record via Skype and via um, iPhone, then you're going to have to download that PDF that I mentioned in the beginning. I have pictures on there, diagrams. I have links to the Amazon products. So you can totally check that out and see what I do. But that was an absolute game changer. And I will say this, that if you do record via phone, and the other person has an iPhone, do FaceTime audio. Make sure you have good Wi-Fi uh, and do FaceTime audio because the voice quality is much better. Okay, enough about that. So recording the voice, that's that's pretty much a general outline of, of what I've done and what I did to get my voice recorded and what I continue to do with, with interviews and conversations. So after you record the audio, then comes post-production if you if you want to. Like I said, you can just have that naked file that you recorded to in the beginning and then upload that. But post-production is huge for me. I wanted my podcast to sound legit. So um, I got this cool King's Kaleidoscope track that I got permission from them to use in the intro and the outro. Um, I had my wife record like a little intro that you probably heard at the beginning of this episode. Um, I did a little intro myself. And I like to have the same podcast skeleton, that's literally the file on my computer, that I just drag my audio into. So the skeleton is just like this outline of the music, my wife's voice, my intro voice, my outro voice with the music on the outro, and then I just drag the audio from that particular episode into the middle and then export it. So post-production is, um, isn't is easy, I'll say, and it takes quite a bit of time, but I think it's worth the investment to kind of create a, a an enhanced user experience or listener experience for, for the people who, who go and listen to your podcast. So um, what I use, and I have a background in, in music production. I did quite a bit of music in college. Shout out Rockstar Music. Um, but so I'm familiar with, with audio 
engineering in a very basic sense. I'm not great at it, but I used a lot of GarageBand, a lot of Apple's Logic program. So I was familiar with cutting audio and adding effects to audio and fading out audio and stuff like that. Um, So I started out using GarageBand. If you have an Apple computer, you have GarageBand on your device. Most phones can get GarageBand too. So GarageBand is super easy to use. Um, It's very intuitive. You can just drag files in there, use scissors to cut it, drag around, you know, trim videos, whatever. Um, So I used GarageBand for the majority of my uh, beginning episodes. Um, And it's it's easy. And if you want to learn more, I highly recommend just going to YouTube University. You can learn anything on YouTube. Just be specific with what you search. How to fade audio on GarageBand. And you'll watch a two-minute video, and I'll show you how to do it, and then you do it. How to trim audio in GarageBand, whatever. So um, highly recommend checking that out, especially if you have an Apple computer for post-production. Okay. Uh, Other than that, if you don't have an Apple or you don't want to use GarageBand, you can use Audacity, which is, that's A-U-D-A- C-I-T-Y. That's a free online program that you can download and do some audio editing in to uh, do your post-production of your podcast. Um, I use currently Adobe's uh, audio software, which is Adobe Audition. Uh, It's definitely more powerful than any of the aforementioned softwares, but... um, And with that, with it being more powerful means that it's more complex to use and confusing, but I've learned my little way of doing it and it works for me. And I just continue to watch YouTube videos. Why I, another reason why I like post-production, um, is that it takes stress off the recording process. So I'm, when I'm recording in our, a episode like this one right now, when I'm just sitting down and, Uh, in my daughter's room and recording my voice. I know that there's not a ton of pressure for me to get it right the very first time because I can delete things, cut things out later. And that's also, I always tell my guests that like, hey man, this isn't live. Uh, If you say something that you want me to delete, that's totally fine. If If I ask you a question and you answer it and halfway through your answer, you're like, let me start over again. And then you start from the beginning of that answer Um, that's totally fine. So it just allows you to have a little bit more grace for yourself and a little bit more grace for the interviewers, our interviewees, and takes a little bit of pressure off, which I like. Um, so that's nice. And also if you don't want to do any of the post-production work yourself, there are numerous companies that will do it for you i.e. Resonate Recordings, I know, is one of them. Uh, They are online. You can just search it. But if you just do a Google search, um, you'll be able to find quite a few companies that you basically just send them your naked files and they'll spin it into a nice bundled podcast episode for you with your input um, as far as like what you want to add or delete or whatnot. But that just costs a a pretty penny. Okay, so that is my spiel on post-production. Okay, next is probably what all of you came here to learn, which is getting it online. Okay, so you recorded your voice, you did a little post-production, now you have this nice little podcast episode that you want to get on Apple and you want to get on Spotify and Google Play and all that. Okay, so to get on those three main platforms, those are the three main platforms, I think for podcasts, um, is Apple, Spotify, and Google Play. Um, and you could probably argue with me on that, but whatever. That's just what I think. 
And all of those require what's called an RSS feed. Okay, so um, an RSS feed is basically just a website link to your content that you submit to Google and Apple and Spotify. And anytime your content is changed, that RSS feed is changed and Google and Apple and Spotify recognize that and they upload your content onto their um, onto their platform. Okay, so let, let me tell you how to do that. So you need to find some somewhere that can host your your podcast and create an RSS feed for you. There are numerous websites and companies that do this. I choose to use SoundCloud. Why do I use SoundCloud? Because there are millions of people already on SoundCloud looking for new music and new podcasts and whatnot. So I like that because people might just stumble across me. Also, they're well-established. They've been around for a long time. It's not like tomorrow they're going to go bankrupt or, you know, they're going to get sued and lose everything or, you know, they have poor servers or management or whatever it is. They're established. They're doing it right. They've been around a long time. I I don't think that um, I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and and everything's going to be gone, okay, which some of these smaller startups or companies, I'm not sure. I'm unsure. Um. So I like SoundCloud and it's super easy to use. So basically you just create a profile. I create a profile. I upload my first podcast episode to it. After I do that and it's uploaded to my SoundCloud profile, I then go to settings. After I go to settings, I go to, uh, there's a little tab that says content. I click on the content tab and then there's a box that says RSS feed. I copy that. The RSS feed looks something like HTTP colon slash feeds dot SoundCloud dot 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 something something. I don't know. Um, But it's just like a website and that's your RSS feed. And that URL looking feed is what you need to submit to Google and Spotify and Apple. Okay, so um, if you go to if you search like Apple Podcasts, then you'll then you'll be taken to their podcast page, which I think is Apple Connect. Same with Spotify. Same with um, Google. And then you basically set up a profile through them. And then at some point, they're going to ask you for an RSS feed. You copy the one from that SoundCloud uh, tab that I told you. You paste it there, and you only have to do that one time, and you're good forever. Anytime you upload to SoundCloud everything else will update. Anything that you submit that RSS feed to will update immediately. Okay, so now when I want to post a new podcast, uh, I just upload it to SoundCloud. And after it's done uploading, it's live on all platforms. The nice thing also about that is that you can schedule on SoundCloud. So a lot of the times I'll schedule like two podcasts out. So next Thursday's episode is already uploaded to SoundCloud, but it hasn't been officially released through the RSS feed until uh, the time that I tell it. So I I tell it uh, midnight on that Thursday that I want it to be unlocked, and then it populates to all the other platforms. So that's super nice. The other thing I'll say about SoundCloud that you need to be aware of is that they give you your first three hours of content for free. So if you're doing short episodes, that's quite a few episodes. But if you're doing long episodes, that might be just be like one or two or three episodes. So um, after that, you have to get a SoundCloud Pro uh, account, which is $30 a month. 
and that also unlocks some other features like um, analytics and stuff like that. So I pay thirty dollars a month for SoundCloud, and they host um, my podcast. Um, the other thing that you need to get it online is a graphic, so some type of picture. Um, for your podcast. And I know that iTunes, I think, requires it to be between 1400 and 1400, or 1400 by 1400, all the way to 3000 by 3000. So my my picture that I use is 1400 by 1400 with 300 PPI. Um, Some of you guys have no clue what I'm saying there. But um, yeah, you need a picture. So if you need help doing that, I can help you. You can send me an email and I can draft something up with you. Um, or you can hire someone else that you know. Or you can use 99designs.com. That's a legit website where you kind of put out what you're looking for and then different uh, creators try and get your business and they'll give you kind of mock-ups that you can buy from them. It's a money-back guarantee as well, which is pretty legit. Um so once you have that graphic and that RSS feed, you're you're ready to rock. And you, you just upload that graphic to your SoundCloud profile. It's basically your profile image. And that profile image is transmitted through your RSS feed to the different platforms. So if you change your SoundCloud profile image, it changes what shows up on iTunes and what shows up on Spotify and whatnot. So that is a very general overview of starting a podcast, recording a podcast, post-production, and getting it online. Remember, there are numerous ways to do everything that I said. I'm kind of just sharing the, the overall process and what I do and what I use, but you can do it your own way. All you need is audio, a recording, an RSS feed, and a picture. So any way you go about getting those three things and it works, that's that's totally fine. But those three things you have to have. I hope this was helpful for you. Um, again, go check out that 30-page PDF if you want to learn more about strategies and growth and what I've learned. There's some gold nuggets in there that I know will be beneficial if you really are serious about uh, starting a podcast venture. Um, thank you guys for listening. Enjoy your day. And in the wise words of the legend Cameron Haynes, nobody cares. Work harder. A special thanks to King's Kaleidoscope for the instrumental used on the intro and outro of this podcast. Also, a big thanks to the good people at Capital Floats, which is Northern California's premier sensory deprivation and float tank facility. I am a frequent user there, and the experience is transformative to say the least. And for listeners of this podcast, they are offering an exclusive deal of 40% off the normal price for a single float. Just go to capitalfloats.com and use the promo code LIFEENCHANTED with no spaces at checkout. If you're in Northern California, you definitely want to take advantage of this. Please remember that I am not a doctor, so definitely consult your physician before making any sudden diet, supplement, or lifestyle changes suggested in any of these episodes. If you're interested in connecting with me, you can send an email to nick, N-I-C-K, at mylifeenchanted.com, or you can find me on Instagram at mylifeenchanted. Peace.